The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, Whether you're watching us live at 11 o'clock or whether you're catching this later on demand or listening to the audio uh, podcast, we're just glad that you've given us the opportunity to be part of your day, and we really hope this is a help and encouragement. Uh, We are in 2 Peter. We started yesterday uh, with some introductory thoughts that Peter put in and kind of building the foundation to this second uh, letter. Uh, We know that Peter is later in his life, probably at the end of his life, as he's giving some final thoughts, more than likely writing from Rome. Uh, shortly before he is, uh, his light, he is, is martyred for his cause, for the cause of Christ. Uh, and so he's giving these premises of foundational truth. Okay, dig deeper. You know, trials are going to come, and the only way you're able to endure uh, the battles that come with life and with Christianity is a deep foundational walk. Dig deep. And that's what he started with. And uh, he says, he says in the verse we ended with yesterday, he says that we need to escape the corruption that is to come through lust and through the world and things of that nature. And how do we do that? So today he, he, we're going to look at the verse where he begins to dig in and starts saying, literally, we need to add to our faith. And so now the next couple of verses, uh, there's a lot, there's a list here starting um, in verse 5 goes down. There's seven things that Peter, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, tells us to add to our faith. And what I want to do is this morning I want to start by explaining what we mean by adding to our faith and why we add to our faith. And it's kind of looking at the verse before and after these seven things. And then we'll take the next couple episodes talking about what these seven things are and what does it mean to add to our faith. So let's start off with the passage. Verse 5, he says this, And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. And, of course, then he's got a list of seven things. Um, Let's go down to verse 8, because gonna, we're going to skip a couple of verses, and then we'll, we'll fill that in the next couple episodes. So, verse 8, Peter says this, For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So, Let's look at these. Let's look at this real quickly. He tells us to add to our faith. Let me explain what that means. When you get saved, um, the Bible says, "For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, as any man should boast." It's not my works. It's not my knowledge that brings salvation. It is my faith. I accept by grace this the the gift of salvation that Jesus gives to me. But it's by faith. I don't see Jesus. I don't always physically, tangibly touch the things that I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to recognize Jesus as God. I confess my sin. I repent of my sin. And I turn to Jesus in faith that he is Almighty God. Not a God, not one of the gods, but the only God. And I turn and I put my faith in him. That faith brings salvation. He goes, now that you've got this, you need to add to that. If you stay in the only faith, the only growth you have is just that immediate, okay, God's opened your eyes. You've recognized Jesus as God. God, you call upon him for salvation, that is just the beginning. In fact, later we're told in Scripture, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the Word. He's, the, the idea is that when we get saved, we're kind of like a brand new baby. And when you look at new babies, if they don't add to stature and knowledge, it would be weird to see a guy in his mid-20s in diapers still having someone else feed him. That is perfectly healthy. Uh, he hasn't added. He hasn't grown. And that's what we do. We teach our kids to do that. Well, we're supposed to add to our faith. We're supposed to begin to grow. Now, please understand, we've always said 
You know, James says, faith without works is dead, being alone. So a lot of people go to passages like that and say, see, works is what develops faith. And then it's, that's, what, what it is, is you're just taking it wrong. Well, my works helps me to, you know, be saved. No, no, no. The idea is this. When I'm truly saved, 2 Corinthians 5 says, if any man be in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. When salvation comes, I'm given this new life. That new life begins to develop new works, new habits, new things of that nature. It's not that these new habits bring life. It's new life brings these habits. And so that's what he's talking about, adding to your faith. And it's things we do. Now, God does it. But what really, I, I, one author said this. I was reading this this morning. I like the way he put it. God gives us the things necessary to be able to grow. He puts in us through the Holy Spirit the knowledge of things, the ability to do things, but we need to develop them. Another section of Scripture, we're told, um, he goes, we're going to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. They work out literally, same thing we talk about in exercise. Exercise, develop these things. God has given them to us, but we need to develop them. Uh, we need to grow in them, and it's so God equips us that we need to develop those tools, those gifts, and that knowledge into more. Add to it. Practice it. Develop it. And so that's what we're looking at. And we'll talk about uh, in the next few, in the next couple episodes, what are we adding. But let me tell you why. really want to focus the last few minutes on why adding to our faith. So he says again in verse 5, besides all this, giving all diligence, it's important. He says it's extremely important. Add to your faith. And then again, we'll talk about the other things. Now why? Let me tell you why. Go down to verse 8. He says, For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he says there's knowledge, there's the ability of growth. You will not be barren nor unfruitful. You will grow in him. You will develop fruit. You'll begin to see the natural outpouring of Christ in your life. But there's more to that. And we'll, we'll dig in that more later. I'm really just hitting one thought here. Verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, catch this phrase, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Here, here's really the premise. You have forgotten all the things you should have known, and you were forgotten that you, you were blind, you can't see afar off, you've forgotten that you were purged from your old sins. You ever look, you ever have this battle in your Christian life? I know I have, and many others have. You know, you come back, do I know for sure I'm saved? Now, please understand, there's two thoughts there. There is what's known as eternal security, and there's what's known assurance of salvation. So eternal security is what we call a doctrine. It's a truth that Scripture teaches. When I am saved, John talks about the idea, the book of John says that Jesus puts me in God's hand and his hand. I'm held in their hand. I am put there. I did not put myself there. God put me there when I got saved. The Bible says, no man will pluck me out of my hand. I should give them eternal life, the Bible says. I don't gain salvation. I don't earn it. I'm given it by God. It's a gift. When I am, I, I'm guaranteed, uh, you know, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Corinthians says, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. So we can go to a lot of scripture, talk about not being able to lose our salvation. That's the idea of eternal security. Um, we, because of the gift of God, can never lose our salvation. Now that's eternal security. The promise from God that because we didn't earn our salvation, we can't lose it, God holds us in place. Now, having said that, here's the difference. There's the other phrase we use called, uh, called assurance of salvation. Eternal security is God's promise. Assurance of salvation is me. Do Am I assured of that promise? Now what I mean by that, it really comes down to more of my opinion, my feelings. I'd almost say it's emotion. The fact of eternal security, once I'm saved, I'm always saved. I can feel unsaved and still be saved. 
A lot of times what happens is when I'm not growing as Christ wants me, as I should, I begin to doubt my salvation because I'm not growing. I'm not maturing. I'm not healthy. So if all you did in your everyday life when it came to your physical health is you only ate junk food, ice cream and cookies and cereal, and you never ate protein, you never ate those, and never things you needed to, you never drank water, you're going to physically start having a lot of problems. You're not going to be healthy. Um, you're going to wonder why you feel like you're 102 years old when you're only 30, because you're not growing physically and you're, you're going to have a lot of confusion. Your body has not gotten the nutrients necessary for healthy growth. When your Christian life, if you get saved but never grow, you're going to begin to wonder where you're ever saved. Why? You won't see the proof of growth. You won't see the proof. You'll believe you're saved because you said a prayer, but you've never seen that, those foundational truths. And the Bible doesn't say in this verse that you've lost your salvation. He says you have forgotten that you were purged. You were purged from your old sins. Salvation did come. You have forgotten about it. You are not assured of it. It's there. Eternal security is promised, but you don't remember. You're not secure in yourself because you're not growing in it. So assurance of salvation is my guarantee of a promise. Now, the promise is there, but I often don't know because I'm not growing in it. And, and because I'm not growing in it, I'm not even sure I'm ready to trust God's promises because I'm too weak in the faith. That doesn't mean that God's promises aren't real. They are. And no matter how much I struggle with assurance, my salvation is still real and I'll end up in heaven. But I won't enjoy victory through life. Because I'm not, I struggle with, am I sure, am I not sure? So what he's saying is, if I'm not adding to my faith and growing, he says, I will forget that one day I was saved. I will not enjoy salvation. I will not grow. So he tells us to add to our faith. Because as we add to our faith, we become established in the truth of my salvation. We become established in the promise of eternal security. We realize more and more about him, and we begin to grow in fruit in Christ. So really, we add to our faith because that is one of the primary things of proof of life. And we're going to add to it. Now, God gives me all the things I need to do it, but I need to work them out. It's the fact I have all of the physical abilities to go out and be able to become healthy and to be able to gain muscle and do all the things to keep good health in my life. But I need to do it. I need to exercise. I need to eat right. I need to sleep. I need to limit, you know, just sitting around doing nothing. These things will help me to stay healthy. Same thing in the Christian. I need to be in church. I need to be in the Word of God. I need to be in prayer. I need to add, add these attributes we'll talk about to help me grow. And these things are the foundational principles that I will grow in my Christian life. Peter says, listen, as you move forward, if you don't add these things, you're going to begin to doubt and you will live in an anemic Christian life. Christian, yes, but an anemic Christian life. And you'll never truly enjoy victory. So if you want victory, you want freedom, you want to enjoy a healthy Christian life, continue to join us. Look into these, add these things. And over the next couple weeks, as we look through 2 Peter, what is it I'm adding? How do I do this? These foundational principles. How do I enjoy these things? Stick with us as we dig through it. Read ahead. Read through this book and learn from it. And hopefully we can encourage you and help us to understand what God is teaching us. I do appreciate the privilege to be part of your day and hope this is a help and encouragement. Hope you stick with us. If it's an encouragement, maybe you share it with others. And we hope that we can just help you to see from God's Word what we can learn that God has for us, that we can grow in joy, health, and freedom and liberty in Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us again today. We hope, you'll, we'll hope to see you again tomorrow.